and welcome to Friendship in the Bank. This is a podcast where two friends talk about wrestling. My name is Kai. And my name's Jonah. And today we are going to talk about AEW. Uh, we wanted to do this episode because we wanted to give our opinions now that the show has actually started. Um, so, yeah, what you were expecting, Jonah, from the show before it started? So I, I actually went in with zero expectations. Um, so there wasn't, I guess, any real negatives from the first episode anyway. Um, I really enjoyed, well, so far I've been enjoying the, uh, the, the tag division the most. Um, I actually expected, I guess that was the one place I expected them to kind of be lacking in, but I was completely wrong, which is a good thing in this case. Um, I'm not too sure what they're, what they're doing with you know, the title picture with Jericho and whatnot. I think putting the title on him was good. Uh, I'm not too sure why he needs the group that he has. I'm not sure. But I'll, I'll give that some time to see where they go with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the women's division, uh, I think for right now, it's okay. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see them do more stories, but it's only been three weeks, so I'm not going to be uh, one of those people to really harp on it. To be honest, I am almost one of those people that really hard on it just because I don't know how to explain it. I'm okay with them not um, having the division 100% figured, it out, figured out. It's just that I don't understand where they're going at all and I, I just want a bit more. Like, I don't know. Maybe I just don't want to wait for them to make the division feel important because for me right now maybe i'm reading too much into it maybe in a few weeks or a few months i will say hey i was just impatient but for now i'm feeling like they are almost like the mid cards and i just want more because what i was expecting actually was this i didn't expect the tech division to be lacking because i knew like the young bucks even though i have my problems with them i know they like the they like tag team wrestling so i was expecting tag team wrestling to be important and i think having a good tag division makes them stand out because a lot of companies don't really put that much thought on tag divisions so i was expecting that i was expecting the women's division to be like this to be honest because they're not signing that many women like they have a small division right now compared to the men so i was expecting them to not be in tv as much and i was expecting them to maybe have a slow start i think what bothers me is that for example we have a a number one contender match for the men but we didn't have it for the women we just gave it to Britt baker for some reason i know she has more wins than the other women but you know it just felt flat like when you see, um, oh, I forgot his name, Darby Allen, I say, oh, wow, yes, I, I didn't think he was going to win, but I was like, okay, I get why, I want to get behind you, but with Britt Baker, she didn't feel as much as a competitor, it just felt put together, and that's what bothers me, I don't know if I'm explaining myself well. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, and I think a lot of other people had the same gripe, I mean, Maybe it's just everyone's different point of view on it, but for me, it was like, okay, you've got you've got Riho, the champ, 
who, you know, you're going to have a hard time creating a story since she speaks through uh, her translator. Mm-hmm. So maybe that maybe that is a reason why they're kind of hesitant to start any story with her. Because if you've noticed, you know, there's a story with Brit and and Bew, but that's about it, you know. Um, yeah, I get that. But at the same time, it's your champion. You should be looking for a story. And I think there are stories that can be told more verbally. Like, I know some people didn't like the match, but I thought Nyla's and Riha's match was quite good and there was a story there and I don't know I'm maybe yeah and in, in, in their case I think it's easier to tell because you've got you know Riho she's small Nyla she's big you know it's, it's, it's pretty simple and you don't need much of any expl- explaining to do you know but when it, you know well when it comes to Britt Baker you know I mean where do you go from a from a verbal point of view you know I'm not one of those people that thinks uh there needs to be English 100% of the time. I mean, you guys know that if you listen to us here. But at the same time, I see why they could be hesitant to do something if it's not, you know, very clear. Because I... person, personally, I don't mind that there wasn't much of a story. No, I mean, they, you know, they did say, you know, we're going to give title shots and whatnot to who's got the most wins, you know. And that's not, and that, you know, that's no excuse to, you know, not do stories, but it kind of gives them a bit of a leeway to have o- omit it and, yeah, have a match or omit stories in, at, at times. Yeah, um, I, and I'm not necessarily mad at Baker not having a match. Uh, Jesus Christ, hold it. I was not that mad at Baker versus Rehear not having, like, a big story. That's okay. I just, the build-up felt, I don't know, I just, I just hope to start seeing the women's division get so much, like, importance. This is going to sound stupid, but actually, no, they are giving a lot of importance to what happens in being the elite in the dumb show the young bucks have. And I've been watching it because if I'm going to watch AW, and I know that's important. I want to kind of give it a fire for a chance, even though I think they need to start putting certain things in AW, you know, and not in being the elite. But you have almost no women in being the elite. It's just the librarian, which is another topic for another day. <laughs> and that's it. So I just, I just want them, I don't know. I they in that in that regard, I think they have the same issue as WWE, where they have a lot of wrestlers who have character development through promos and stuff, and Twitter videos or YouTube videos that never get showed on TV. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that's the issue. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna have these people, you know, do these promos and segments or whatever. You should show them on Raw, so that way everyone will be able to see it. You know, because like like an example, and I'm not gonna do this often since we're talking about AEW. But the other day, someone asked me, someone what well, someone told me, why did Kyrie and Oscar turn heel? They wouldn't. They said no explanation was given, even though they did give an explanation. It was just in a video on YouTube, I mean on Twitter, 
that, you know, most people aren't going to see. Mm-hmm. And it would be great if, you know, they showed that on TV. So that's how it kind of is. You know, like, like, like you said, with being the elite, if you're going to have, you know, story progression or character development on that stuff, you've got to fit it into the show where, you know, most of your viewers are going to be watching. Exactly, like the whole Kenny Omega going back to the cleaner persona, which everyone should expect because that's how he goes whenever he has a breakup. That man is just Kenny Omega being like, no, yeah, I'm just getting started. No, I'm fine. No, there's tension between the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. No, we're back again. No, there's tension again. I love that. You, you don't see it in TV. Like, a lot of people might not know that Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks have been sort of tense lately and maybe suddenly can you make a tense heel people are thinking he's going to back back to the cleanup character and it's going to be confusing and it's not going to have the same impact if he was showing certain things on tv like i don't need the more goofy just jokey parts on tv it's okay you can still have being the elite as this really stupid really weird universe but the important things you should not have them there i think that's almost quite logical that it's not a good idea yeah and i see where you're coming from I, but I, I do think most people probably aren't gonna uh, care too much so maybe that's why it might not be a bigger deal to them anyway yeah no that's true and you know maybe i have to wait until this whole thing i hope I, this sorry, maybe I need to wait a bit. Like, I'm going to be patient. I'm like, I'm not writing off as a is the same as WWE in women's record because I cannot say that yet. But I am one of those people who are a bit hungry for more, and I just want to be critical because I don't want to be um, what's that word? Never mind. <laughs> Which word were you looking for? I'm trying to maybe see if I can. <laughs> that you get like oh it's okay you don't ask for more you just never try to make things better i cannot even yeah i'm not i'm not sure <laughs> i cannot even find it in spanish or catalan so yeah let's move on i'm sorry <laughs> yeah i don't want to be um just accepting everything that's giving to me i want to see it critically i just want to i don't know i i think for example having Rijo and, for example, having Rijo, Rijo and Britt Baker team up against B. Priestley and Emi Sakura, while it was a good match, it was maybe, wouldn't have been better to have a four-way match with another woman so you can start seeing other women you have not seen yet. Rijo can look at it, can do something doesn't have to be bearable, it doesn't have to be, maybe she doesn't have to appear that much and just have that for the number one contendership and just show other women, like, I think they're amazing opportunities to put other women on, other women on TV, you know, so we can start seeing them because yes, I know right now the focus is on the tag, tag tournament. Well, it's in the time tournament and in Cody versus Jericho. And that's the thing that worries me. We have these two main things that the show is driven off. And I was always going to be like that. Because they are not 
giving me anything else to hang on to. But yes, it's the third episode, so I'm going to be... Maybe I'm not being patient, but I'm just waiting for it. You know, it's just something I have in yeah. mind right now. And if they don't start changing it soon, it's when I'm going to get really annoying about it. Yeah, I think I think it's a bit of both. And, and maybe it's just people have their expectations a little too high. I mean, for me, it's three weeks. You know, people should relax a little bit. Not just on the women, but in general, like it's it, they've been alive for three weeks. It's not, you know, it's not like a WWE thing where they just ignore the women for a month and then plop them back on TV like nothing ever happened. Or the tag division goes away or has two minute matches and then they remember that they actually work there, you know? I mean, no. I would like, I, I, I just want to see more stories for the women specifically, but. My thought process is it's it's the third week. I think people should really relax a little. I I get and it. I, but it's it's valid if we're on week seven or eight and it's still the same. Then I think then it's one hundred percent you know perfectly fine to uh, yell at them. <laughs> I, I get your point as the same in the same way that I get people not wanting to wait because they as in why do I have to wait for the women's division and why. Can I have the men's division just from the get-go? That argument, I get that too. Just sadly, I think it was a good idea to, at the beginning, give more importance to the men's division just because the women they have are not as known. Maybe if they had signed, I don't know, Mercedes Martinez, it would be a crime to not have her main eventing because she's very beloved uh, in the Indies. And because of yeah. that in AEW but I get that Riho is kind of new and people love her and I think yeah, she's they, gotten over pretty good yeah and I think if they find a good opponent she could be main eventing very soon because people really like Riho because I mean how not to but you know <laughs> yeah and, and and another thing I, I think I think people aren't really being considerate for the situation that they put themselves in with the women's division because I mean you've got Amy Sakura, who probably isn't signed, you know, but she shows up for appearances. You've got Hikarashita. Now she's on the roster. Oh, okay. Okay. I didn't know if she was full or not. But you've got, you know, people like Hikarashita who hasn't been able to actually fully start, but about, but I'm pretty sure she's going to uh, start next week or something like that. Yeah, she finished her so Japan. Yeah. So, you know, it makes sense that their women division, the women's division is kind of lacking because they don't really have anyone to use so i see why maybe they've been a bit passive on stories and whatnot compared to the rest of the show but i think once they got more like full-time workers and they hire more people then things will definitely be better because i remember tony khan said you know they wanted tag titles for the women too yeah and but obviously that's not going to happen right as of right now no and i don't want um, I think they should have like six months before introducing any new title because they need to establish the whole roster and the places where people fall and all that stuff. Yeah, firstly, they need to get more people. Don't. <laughs> yeah, like they need yeah, to don't, sign don't more. Don't make the mistake uh, WWE did. Yeah, and they need to sign more women. Like. That's the thing that worries me. Yeah, it's, it's really bad. That's the thing that worries me. Like, I don't see enough women sign. And 
yes, I get that Hikari Shida is not yet there. Emi Sakura, who is also being giving a lot of importance, she's on the roster page, but she's never going to be full time because for listeners, listeners who don't know, she has a whole promotion that's very fucking weird and she's busy. <laughs> <laughs> um, she has got to move to take care of. She's going to spend a lot of time in the UK, probably because she loves being in the UK. So she's not going to be a W full time. And it worries me like, yes, I get that. But at the same time, you should be planning for this stuff. <laughs> and I get that they are going to make mistakes because organizing this stuff is hard. And I want to be lenient. And I think I get what you say about people need to relax. But I also get people who are mad. Like, I will not. Again. I don't know if I can say they are just like WWE. And I was not expecting anything different from the women's division just by looking at how many women either signed there and who they have signed. I was expecting this. But I also am a bit like not disappointed, but just maybe critical and like suspicious. So I think you were maybe you were just kind of expecting so much more and they've kind of not come anywhere near what you were maybe hoping for so far anyway? Not really, because I was expecting this. It's just like right now I'm in a, I'm in a, okay, yes, I knew this is was going to be slow. I just want you to start picking it up. You know, I'm in that position. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you know it was going to be like this, but it still, you know, sucks to see. Yeah, I guess I'm tired of waiting for women to get the spotlight. And it's unrealistic, but sometimes I wish we didn't have to, like, wait that things would be a bit easier and maybe there was no bad intention but maybe just sucks in that sense yeah i understand what you're saying for sure but i think it'll be better they just i think people are just a little too critical i mean even uh well even like i think it's it's pretty recent maybe a few days you know Britt baker did an interview and she talked about it where i think they i think the interviewer brought up you know how fans have been reacting to the division so far. And I think she was more towards like how I'm looking at it, where, you know, it's only been a few weeks. People should, you know, kind of give them some more time to settle down and whatnot. Yeah, no, I... But at the same time, the part that you said is also correct, you know. Why should people have to wait to for things to get better when, you know, for the men, it's already there from, from the very beginning? Yeah, like, I get it. Like, I get the frustration and I want to just... And I know you're not saying that because I know you and you have explained yourself perfectly enough that I just want people to be clear that we're not judging you if you're frustrated. Maybe we, we have the problem yeah. with people who are being like annoying about it and almost using it as a way to defend WWE, which please don't. <laughs> yeah, which I, I've, I've seen a little bit of that too, which is beyond me. <laughs> but yeah, it's if you're not frustrated, it's fine. If you are, it's fine. It's just, anyway. if you're going to be frustrated, don't present it in a way that makes it look like they're the only ones that are doing it, you know, to poorly, I guess, I want to say. Yeah. Until I see anything else, unless you're a women's company only, I'm always going to expect a certain inequality, just because how the world works. And I think people would benefit from accepting that, even if it's not <laughs> that. We had to be realistic. But yeah, I think that's that's basically what I was expecting, honestly. 
they have a not surprised me, which is not bad. It's not good either, just I got what I was expecting. Maybe I was expecting a bit more. I don't know how to explain it, but... Well, well for me, overall, mm-hmm. uh, my, my expectations for the women were not high, and it's been it's been on par from what we've seen these first three weeks. Uh, for the tag division, I wasn't expecting much, and that might be because I didn't really know who a lot of these guys were aside from the Bucks. That's fair. But the, the, their tag division has actually been my favorite part of the show. Yeah. It's, what, what they're doing is really, really good. And for the main event scene with Jericho, uh, I'm not, I'm not sold on like what they're going for. Like I'm sold on Jericho, obviously. Oh wow, but, that's and him so being the, You know, yeah, and you know him being the head guy, and whatnot. But the issue I'm having is the group that he's in. Mostly, I, it it doesn't make any sense. You know, they haven't given an explanation yet as to why they just decided to really go with him. Yeah, I agree. It also feels, I don't like comparing it to, you know, I'm not going to compare it to WWE because I don't want to do that. I was just looking for an example, but sometimes like I like factions that look like they belong together, like it makes sense that they are together. For example, even though sometimes it gets a bit tiring that Sodom needs to put everyone in a faction, a lot of times people look like they belong in that faction. like they belong in that faction and it's just cohesive and it makes sense for this yeah i don't i don't like that stardom has everyone kind of factioned up just to throw that out there yeah we can continue yeah me neither i think people being the the, we can do that in the silent episode that one day will come (laughs) (laughs) but yeah even though they have that problem for example everyone in either type looks like they belong in either type acts like they belong in other time and it looks organic just like right yeah and then you've got then you've got groups like qq who it's just, just looks random and exactly and i think the <laughs> inner circle links around the qq side that it feels like they needed a faction but yeah. they forgot how but they really didn't put much thought into it now it it can get better yeah over time if they start to you know get a theme song and dress dress a little bit more similar to each other and you know get the tag team stuff rolling and all that yeah and i think i think it will it's just i guess it's a bit weird not not good first impressions yeah i can i i can let it um i can let it play out i accept that it's just Big three. It just it just feels weird right now. I mean, I know Jericho gave an explanation on why he chose everyone, and you know he put Guevara and Santana Ortiz and Hager. Is that his name? Yeah, whatever. The other dude that I forgot his name. <laughs> the one that doesn't have a Spanish name. So that one, he put each and every one of them like over, and that was a good promo. But after that, it was like... Yeah, I really liked it, yeah. But after that, it was like, okay, so you like how they wrestle? That's why you chose them. But why they chose you? Why they, why they say yes? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, why did they, you know... I don't want this. Like, yeah, like, why did they, you know, choose to, you know, follow your lead, pretty much? Uh-huh. I know he's the leader of the faction, but I don't want this to become Jericho and friends. Oh, you know it will. <laughs> it will, but... That doesn't mean that I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. I 
think. But 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 um. With Hager, I don't mm. worry that much because he was already there. But Santana, Ortiz, and Guevara are, even if they were very popular in the Indies, or Santana and Ortiz were popular in Impact. With all due respect, that's not that popular, like outside of niche wrestling. So I worry that they can, they can benefit from this, but they can also like, end up being just Jericho's sidekicks, and I don't want that. I want everyone to have a logical reason to be there and explain why and maybe just show why and have it be like okay everyone benefits even though it's Jericho's the leader that will make it more interesting because if we know why they are there we can expect friction and we can know when things can fall down or when things improve I'm making hand gestures as as if it's going to help anyone understand me but <laughs> but okay but overall what are your thoughts on the uh the you know separate divisions in AEW so main events is, or just like the men's like single men tag team and women yeah so well for the women you already get it though I'm there though talking about them specifically I'm very excited to see most of them <laughs> Some of them I already have in other, in other promotions. <laughs> I'm going to cut that out of the episode. <laughs> in a story. But yeah, I'm excited to see what's going to happen. From the men's... I like Jericho. This is my first time experiencing Jericho because I am a baby in what comes to wrestling. <laughs> and he's fine. Like, he's fun. He, and interested in what's going to happen and who's going to punch that man and let him shoot up for a bit like i'm excited to see that he's working good as a heel for me he works good as everything <laughs> one day we're going to do a jericho episode and you can t- tell me how how great he is if you want to <laughs> i can fall over him for an hour but yes so but he's doing his heel work perfectly i'm not too sold on cody as like, I don't think he's going to win the title, but I am not too excited to see Cody main eventing just because Cody has not yet made me feel too much when he's wrestling. Like, the whole I need my brother thing was cute. <laughs> That's it. But I am excited to see what's next. I just, I think I want to see things that surprise me a bit more. I'm excited to see some plot twists. Like, for example, I liked when um, Pride and Powerful... Uh, Show up, showed up, I was not expecting them, and that was cool. And I like when things surprise me. And the tag division, I think it's great. I think it's, as you said, the best thing they have yet. There's not one single tag team that I think it's not working. My favorite is Jurassic Coast Bros, because how can I not like <laughs> the dinosaur with his little voice? How can you not love them? Like, I respect if you don't like them. But my heart is so full of joy whenever I see them. I love them so much. But yeah, oh, wow. <laughs> I just like friendship and dumb things. And the dinosaur having friends is the dumbest shit i ever seen in the best way possible. Yeah, yeah. Luchasaurus, is, that guy's awesome. Yeah, I really enjoy him. Yeah, he's great. I think speedy recovery to him. I hope he's doing well. Oh, yeah, same here. Hopefully, hopefully his group, they'll still be doing good without him. Yeah, I mean, Hopefully Jungle Boy will be alright. I mean, who's going to chase him now? I really 
this is slightly off topic but i really love the character work jungle boy does i think he's fantastic like he really looks like and acts like he's from out the jungle like for example in this episode when i think it was pentagon who threw the glove at him he was just so confused he was not offended he was just confused at what is why i don't get it and i love that great character work from jungle boy anyways but yeah that's my opinion who do you think is going to win the who's going to be the first champs for the tags um hmm. honestly i'm not sure fair because but i i would love to see a private party me too i i really like them i think they are fun yes they were a couple guys who i had no idea of anything about but they really impressed me mm-hmm. so they're they're my answer now but you know if luchasaurus hadn't got hurt then him and jungle boy would have been my first answer i think private party would be an amazing choice if they because that would that would help prove a point of we want to build people up because you have jericho who is you have jericho who's really well known and really well loved and people will watch for him so now that you have jericho as a champ you can have Riho who's more known in the United States, and maybe you can have private party who are less known and you just are rocket putting a rocket on them and making them look like stars and doing things that surprise people. Like for, I was not surprised that the young bucks lost because I know the young bucks were not going to be the first champion just because it would not look good on them because they are like right. That's something I was expecting and something I understood that they didn't have a choice but i'm happy like i would love the private party to be the ones that get the titles just because of that it would be a star making moment and i think a lot of people really want that so fingers crossed if not i can expect like i see you who are not my favorites but they're still good in the ring so uh so what do you what do you think about who should be who, who would you like to see take the title from jericho and Riho? Oh man, it's hard because I don't know who can go Riho right now. I don't see anyone. There's a lot of... Really? I don't know. Because I think I need a bit more. I, I want to see them more work until I can decide who I want to take the title away from Riho. I know, like, probably if they still go by who has the most wins, either Ali or Brandy are going to be the next in line. I hope it's Ali. <laughs> I think it could be a, I mean, it's two faces, but I don't think two faces are an issue in W. Hostia puta. Disculpa, sorry. Two, two, two faces usually doesn't work out too well. Yeah, but I think, I think AW can kind of do it just because even though it's two face, it's not exactly two faces. They have had a few matches where people are cheering for both of them and they don't really like that position and i think ali can be a bit of a sneaky fake like be a bit cheeky but without going full hill just be like oh she's just really trying she's doing a few things they're not great but if not brandy is the next one who is a hill i think <laughs> who do you have taken the title from Riho? because you sounded surprised when i said i didn't see anyone i think i think they'll go back to tonight nyla yeah, that could work. It's just I hope they don't go straight away and they build her up. Because for now she just won the the woman title royale, but that's all she has won. And it would be a good way to show other women just have Nyla and 
a few matches with women so she can start having a few wins. If they build her up, I'm okay with Nyla. I just need that, you know? Because yeah, there's, you know, it, I think it'll be either her or probably Bew. They seem to be probably the logical answer, at least to me. Because with, with some of the some of the roster is either not going to be like, they're not going to be full time. So they're probably never even going to get a title shot. Or you've got people like uh, Sadie Gibbs who haven't even showed up yet. So just going off of like the women who are usually there, I think it'll be a, it'll be I think I think it'll be between those two. Yeah, that, that does make sense, and I really like Nyla. I think she could be a good heel champ, but it's just I need more women to be able to see how the roster is gonna work because, as you say right now, is Sadie Gibbs has not shown yet, so I don't know how she's going to act. Well, aside from that battle royal. Yeah, she hasn't had, had like a actual match match. I mean, that doesn't not really count because it's a very short moment in which there's a lot of information and the women I remember for the Battle Royale are not signed. Like, I remember... Eh, I wouldn't worry too much about the uh, unsigned women. <laughs> yeah, but what I mean is like, they are the ones I remember, the unsigned ones, which is a bit annoying. <laughs> Maybe that's just who I gravitated towards because I like gods, but but yeah, that that's what I mean. Like in the Battle Royale, I do not remember what many of them did, and the ones I remember are not signed. So, well, who do you who do you think is gonna take the title from Mister Jericho? I think I don't know yet. Like oh, maybe I'm I am indecisive, but I there's something in me says maybe Moxley. Moxley? I don't know how you pronounce him. Mox could be an option. Um, but also like Kenny if he, I feel like they are playing a long story in which um uh Jericho is like this bad bad guy and Kenny just falls very deep down and goes completely shit to shit because he's not winning and he just snaps and starts winning again because something changes in him and wins the title i think that's something could happen to but my english is very bad guys today i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> i think i think um and this is going to kind of go against what i said earlier but i, I would love to see uh pack mm -hmm. take the title from him because he's inside darby allen impressed me a lot with with his match they just have darby allen is very very good like i was that's like like you said with some of them i did not know anything about him that's true for most of the men like i know most of the women but i didn't know most of the men and i was very surprised at how cool he was and i think i think it's not a surprise that a lot of teen, teens like him because he's a booty he has half a school and has a um jesus christ <laughs> oh there's <is> Lori. <laughs> He has that thing, that bus. <laughs> Are you going to be able to get it out? <laughs> no. I think that bar Simpson also uses like the thingy. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> Are you good? Yes. That's how I do. <laughs> it's just 
okay, I'm okay. It's 3 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. Yeah, he just looks cool, and I don't think he's going to be the next champion, but I don't think... I think in a year or two, he's going to be a champion. Definitely. I think if they get a... If they get a mid-card belt, that'll help things out. Because not all these guys are going to be, like, main event level, you know, their, their entire time here. So I think if they were to get a, another mid-card belt, it'll even things out. Or it can split it up a little bit more. Yeah, it can give people who are either not main event material or just not ready yet. Because that's what I think happens with Javi Allen. I think he's great. But he's not ready to be the star of the show because that's too much pressure. That's things that go beyond just how good you are on on the ring. But I think he's going to be there one day. He just needs a bit more time, you know. He has not been wrestling for that long, and he's. I like that. Um, I like that the roster is very young. Like a lot of the people are just upcoming stars, and I'm very excited to see what's going to happen in the future. And a lot of them. I was just starting, you know? So it's going to be exciting to see them grow. Yeah, I'm, def I'm definitely looking forward to it since a lot of the AEW men's roster are people I don't really know. Mm. Since I have no, since I have no expectations going in, it's it's kind of refreshing to, you know, just watch a match and be impressed instead of, you know, hoping that there's nothing negative that'll happen, I guess, out outcome-wise anyway. Mm. Like how you how sometimes you go into a match and you're nervous at what how it's going to go and who's going to win. Yeah. So kind of being unknown towards most of these guys, you know, there's no expectations, there's no nothing. You can and so far, I, and that's that's probably been a big reason why I've been enjoying the entire product, which I can't say for most from some other places, at least not often. Yeah, like I get you because when I really, really like a wrestler, I get really anxious sometimes. Like, for example, when I see an Asuka match, a lot of times I end up being very anxious just because, I don't know, that's how I am. And sometimes <laughs> it's nice to to be neutral to most of them and be like, okay, let's see what happens. I'm here for the ride. <laughs> it's almost like going to a show next to you without expecting anything and you're just there for the wrestling. And the wrestling is good, so it's fine. I mean, there are things like that I don't like. I'm not a big fan of the commentators, especially of JR. Not the biggest fan. I especially, even though sometimes pointing out size is important, I think he's a bit tiring. And I think they can start saying something else about Riho. She's something else and just tiny. <laughs> uh, I'm not even, even going to commentary is kind of uh, not that important, at least not to me. So I'm not even going to give any opinions on commentary. Yeah, no, that's fair. But, but your feelings are valid. Sure. But like a lot of times I just uh, tune it out. But when I pay attention just because I don't know, I want to pay attention for a friend or something like that, I get frustrated about like how I don't like how they call certain basically I don't I don't like how JR calls Riho Riho's matches. I just it gets frustrating. There have been like a few funny lines in that but I don't know. Maybe I should go back to just tuning out the commentary. Okay, well what do you think of what do you think of the two champions they have now like how do, do you think they're doing do you think they're doing good or are like the stories they have them or the character routes they have them going do you like it or do you not like it i think i like them like uh i think uh is a great choice especially because i think it's a good thing to have 
a face champion and a heel champion, so it feels different and it doesn't feel too repetitive. So I'm I'm glad that um seeing Riho playing this lovable, cute, just happy wrestler that has a heart of gold and is ready to show everyone how good she is, I think that's great. I think I want more for her. I want a bit more like unrivally that feels important. Maybe they can have Nyla Rose run away her from time to time. Maybe they can bring someone else. Who knows? But yeah, that's great. And for Jericho, I also think he's doing a great job of being this arrogant asshole. I want to see him, that I want to see get punched in the face very hard. So that's amazing too. Why would you want to, why would you want to see that? Because <laughs> he's annoying, but annoying in a good way. <laughs> Look. But this is my first Jericho. I listen to his podcast from time to time, and he seems a fine person. Like he just is punchable right now. I just like uh, that. that's that, that's valid. I mean, for me, I, I like what 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 they have both of the champions doing. I think uh, I don't think they think well. I don't think that they thought Rio would get over so quickly, like she has. It's really nice to see, and. Uh, the fact that she has, you know, all these belts from different promotions, too, is pretty cool. Yeah, it's a great moment for Riho, and she deserves it, and I'm very happy for her. Yeah, so hopefully hopefully her success continues for however long. Um, and for Jericho, well, I enjoy everything for Jericho does, so that's, that's, that's that. That's pretty much it for him. Just so you know, um, listeners, this podcast is always going to be slightly biased towards Jericho because Jonah liked him. <laughs> yeah. If we talk about Jericho, you can expect no, no, nothing negative. At least for me. I'm going to be annoying and, t- and call him annoying. I think he's, he's good. It's just right now, the type of character he's playing is the type of character I love seeing beaten up. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, you've got that track record. That's okay, though. <laughs> and he's he's got he's probably got to come into him eventually. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's going to be fun. So with that being said, what overall what would you like to see from AEW in the future? Mm. Like, is there some is there like what things you want to see? Is there anything you want to see less of? Do you want to see more stupid, crazy segments or you know stuff like that? Something else I kind of worry and I hope they fix is that for now. Even though the elite and Cody doesn't have the titles, sometimes it can feel like the story sort of revolves around them. Like for example, I didn't like at all how they were. They put a promo for Cody Cody versus Jericho before Jericho versus Dar- Darby Allen. Everyone knew Darby Allen was not going to win, but it still takes importance from the moment, you know. Yeah. And that's something they need to fix. I I, I know that. They have to be the stars of the show because people are going to watch because of Kenny, because of the Young Bucks, Cody, etc. But I just want them to... And that's something that I'm okay waiting. This is the same position as I have with the woman. Right now, I don't like it, and I'm going to be honest about not liking it. But I also understand it can change, and I'm not going to like get too mad about it. Besides that, besides... Making sure the story doesn't revolve around them in a subtle, subtle, subtle way. I would like to see more women getting signed. I'm okay with the amount of comedy to not serious moments there is. I think they have a good balance. Um, like okay, well, for for me, 
Um, I think the singles division is is okay. Like I said earlier, I just think they eventually need a mid card title, and it'll it'll even itself out a little bit instead of it because right now it feels like Jericho's the only guy to go after. Well, he is the only guy to go after, mm-hmm. but not everybody is going to be able to get there because of the record stuff. Yeah. So having another uh, another goal that these guys, some of them can go for, will, will help out in that regard. I think the tag division is perfect. Perfect. Don't don't change anything. <laughs> um, the women's division, we feel the same way on this one for the most part. Just get more women and try to work towards. Just sign them. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be every every week, but. There needs to be two women's matches at least. Yeah, please. At least every other week or more. It needs it needs to be thrown in there more because uh, for a two-hour show and one hour, I mean, uh, one match, they've got to get more than that. Or at, at the very least, throw in some backstage segments or promos yep. or, you know, something. Yep, yeah, yeah. But other, but other than that, um, oh, Al, and I, I like, you know, AEW does a decent bit of comedy and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I like it, so I would love to see more of it, like Orange Cassidy, you know. I don't really understand him completely, but he makes me laugh. Uh, the stuff they do with, like, what they did with the kid. That was very uh, cute. On the last week. That was very yeah, cute. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Maybe not segments like that to that extent, but, you know, like, kind of in that direction of crazy, unexpected, you know. I, I thought most people probably really enjoyed it. Yeah, I think, I think if you don't have any comedy in your show... It's a bad show just because you need a bit of fun to break the tension and to just be ready to watch the next thing a bit more like open because if it's all serious, 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 you get tired very easily. Like comedy, it's comedic relief for for it's called comedic relief for something because it believes you, it helps you continue watching. Ah, uh, yeah, and actually, I, to add on, I think, and I don't want it to seem like copying WWE, but I would love if AEW. After adding a, a mid card, they've had a you know they have a, a, a kind of like a hardcore twenty four seven joke belt, yeah, you know, just to lighten the mood and it, it gives it gives wrestlers other things to do. Like I would like to see them handle it like not how WWE does it, where it's pretty much the people who don't get used are the only ones chasing it. Like like it would be funny to see like- the, the, the 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 hardcore champion. Let's say that's the name of the belt, just running by and Jericho happens to be standing there. And he goes, you know what? I want that belt too. You know, everyone jumps in and whatnot. I don't follow. So I, I would love to see something like that. Sorry, I don't follow DDT too closely, but I like how what I've seen from. I like how they treat the oh yeah hardcore belt. Like first of all, it's actually intergender. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. sorry, but seeing Maki the big gigantic man is the funniest thing ever. <laughs> it's just funny. Yeah, DDT does the per- the best job with yeah. with the belt, like like what we're talking about. They do the best job. So emulating that, yeah, it, it, it would be the best case scenario. I mean, Kenny is a DDT boy, so it's okay. Just you know, it would be funny to have Kenny fall so deeply down that he just creates a title and makes that rules, and he's just like, okay, I have a title now, but he loses that too. That would be very funny, right. <laughs> especially because I look, I love making fun of Kenny Omega with love. But yeah, so yeah, that's 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 what I would love to see in the future. So so far, I guess I would say my pain on AEW is positive. You know, yeah, positive. I, I give him, I give him a B, a B plus. 
I'd go higher, but the women's division is kind of lacking. But other than that, I think they're doing good. Well, a little bit of a nitpick. They need to get better music and graphics for the for the entrances in Titantrons because it's too it looks too amateurish. They need to throw some money into that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, at least it's not um, real music because I've seen you struggle accepting wrestlers getting. Oh yeah, like when you watch. If anyone's if if anyone's listening, like certain other promotions the wrestlers will use like like genuine music songs for the theme song it throws me off and i I personally don't think it even fits it just feels weird normally it's indie promotions because they don't have the money or the wrestlers to be able to be like okay we should create your song yeah but i get it like sometimes just with watching a wrestler getting in the ring to alessia cara it's just like okay yeah or like seeing you know they're coming out to rihanna or whatever you know good songs but for an interest thing, it just is kind of jarring. No, I get you. I have a question because you were saying about the wanting to have like sorry to back that up. You wanted to have more titles. Do you think AW is building a hardcore division because you have Moxley, you have Havoc, you have Allen and Janela who are good at those type of matches, or do you think they just have sometimes those type of matches? Because I'm curious about what they are planning with these guys because they have like made an effort to have a few of them like they don't yeah. have vision but they have a few of them enough to be like hmm interesting you no know? i i don't think it would be a good idea mm-hmm. to yeah. have a division a hardcore division like i think that's a little too niche yeah but i personally enjoy that they throw these match types in seemingly every week and i hate to go this route but i, I don't like how there to be every week it's single tons of singles matches or a tag match that's it yeah they are all you know, the same I think, I, yeah I think there needs to be it doesn't have to be every week multiple matches a week but like at least once a week there should be one match you know if, if they do a one match every week that's a triple threat or a fatal four way or a hardcore match or a steel cage or something ridiculous you know I think that's perfect it, it, it uh, it's variety and it switches things up yeah I mean I, personally I don't like to watch six singles matches and four tag matches in three hours yeah, I also like variety. It's kind of similar to what we said about the comedic relief. You need something. It's like smelling coffee when you're smelling a lot of perfumes. If you don't smell coffee, it's it all starts smelling the same. So either comedy or a hardcore <laughs> looking match is like coffee. Just cleanse your palate. But yeah, I agree. yeah, pretty much yeah. I really, I mean, my favorite match from. I've seen from AEW was the Crackle Barrel match because it was fucking hilarious. Oh yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> I know a lot of people didn't like it because they didn't like the use of thumbtacks and dangerous things and I respect that. That's a taste issue. Like if you don't like it, you don't like it. But I loved it and I would love to see more things like that. Especially because I think they don't count for the record. So if you win a non-sanctioned match, I think it doesn't count because um jimmy havoc only has one loss and yeah i think he does yeah so that's going to be interesting but yeah besides that i think that's that's all actually havoc has three losses does he oh i watched it before filming yeah okay but yeah what yeah but yeah but what you said pretty much we we like variety at this podcast yeah so yeah if they keep that up then no complaints here well actually backtrack on that i want the women to get some variety too yeah so yeah if they're up for it, throw them into those, you know, 
you know, uh, falls count anywheres and still cage matches and tables and ladders and chairs and all of that. I mean, I would love to see Riho in a death match. Oh, God. <laughs> you want them to kill our little girl? Oh, my God. Look, it has the time that kind of factor, okay? She's... <laughs> oh, yeah. But no, I, I agree. I I really want, like, I just... Right now, all I want is more, more women. I want more signings. I want more um, storylines for them, but for the other part, they can keep it up. So what? So what would be your overall grade for them so far? Mm, I don't use letters. We don't use letters here, so I'm going. To- oh well, what about one to one hundred? We use one to one to ten, but that's okay. I just have to. Read all. Oh, what? I just have to put a zero behind my note. Is my grade is okay? I think seventy-five, and I don't know. I think some people would think I'm being a bit mean, but I just, women are like, for me... I mean, it's it's your grade, so it's fine. And it's my priorities. Like, for me, the most important thing in any division and in, in any company, sorry, is the women. Unless they don't have any women because that's how it works, like, in New Japan or in DDT. Then it doesn't count, obviously, but if they have women, they are very important to me, just because what makes me happy in wrestling, it's, it's fine. And that's why it's a 75, because I need more. And I'm hungry for women having a lot of good things. <laughs> nice save. <laughs> so a B plus, have you said? Yeah, B plus for me, 75 for you, which over here in America would probably, in most states, that would come out to what a C plus. <laughs> no, I feel mean. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, come, we'll probably do more uh aew specific uh podcasts because we've been meaning to do one on them and we finally got to do it yeah i don't know so i I think it's safe to say we're both enjoying the product so far yeah i'm gonna keep watching yeah definitely which is more than i can say of a lot of other shows like i'm not only talking about jolly jolly i have dropped a lot of wrestling because i'm tired of like the same thing so it's yeah that's valid. So it's good that they have kept me interested. I think it's the only wrestling I've seen this week. So that's good for them. Uh, that's high praise for them, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that will do it for this one, for this podcast. Uh, we do have plans for more in the near future. Yeah. So be on the lookout for those. And Sky also has a solo one coming up. Yeah. So that should be really interesting. Yeah, it's going to be... <laughs> fun for you guys a bit harrowing for me but that makes it more fun so be on the lookout for the solo episode i hope we can have a more consistent uploading but just understand guys that we have like a lot of responsibilities but we try (laughs) yes yes we are trying um you can follow us on twitter at fitbpod uh my twitter is oscars city and Sky's Twitter is. One day I'm going to have you say uh, my <laughs> my Twitter is Cuyaretas. You spell it like C U L O E R E T E S. I had to say it without yeah. this because <laughs> I'm bad at spelling. So yeah, you can follow me. Yeah, which yeah, what she said. Follow her there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you you have a a a very weird uh, ad. 
But yeah, follow us there, give us any feedback, any comments, any topics you would like to hear us talk. Like, for example, as we're going to do a Jericho podcast in the future, maybe you're interested in a certain wrestler that, you know, we like. We can do a podcast on that. Just we're open to suggestions and critics. Have a nice day. And, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye.